here, Brother Tavia. Good to see you, my friend. God bless you. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. I'm going back to the basics tonight. How many of you will help me preach for just a few minutes tonight? Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse number 4. The word of the Lord says, where the word of a king is, there is power. Someone say power. Well, say it like you mean it. There is power. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? I'm going to borrow just a portion of this verse tonight for the title. And I'm simply going to preach about the word of a king. Would you lift your hands and your voices with me right now, God? I praise you. I thank you for your power and your presence. Thank you for your people, God. I thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do in the remaining part of this service tonight. God, we're believing you for an outpouring of your spirit. We're believing you, God, for miracle signs and wonders. Lord Jesus, that you would do for us what you did for that New Testament church. That you would confirm your word tonight, O Lord. That your name be exalted and your kingdom advanced. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask you for it. We believe you for it. And we're going to go ahead and praise you in advance for what you're going to do. Somebody give the Lord some praise in this house right now amen amen god bless you you may be seated 26 simple characters most children have them uh, memorized before they begin their first day of school they may not be able to pencil them on paper but they can tell you every letter of the alphabet that they learned perhaps in a song it seems so basic so elementary to you and I and maybe even uh, insignificant yet carefully arranged and properly blended those 26 simple characters begin to form words powerful words words that have rallied troops to war and have brought nations to peace because words are influential they have the power whether they are spoken or written they have the power to direct the course of a child's life to build confidence to destroy dreams to encourage the discouraged to heal a broken heart and even mellow the hardest of hearts when I was a child we sang this little chorus in Sunday school don't leave I'm not going to sing it but I'm just going to read you the words to it the words of it went something like this the b-i-b-l-e that's the book for me I stand upon the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. There is nothing more powerful than the word of God. It is the underlying truth in the text we read. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who can say unto him, what doest thou? That's why Satan always and bitterly fights the word because God works through his word. David said thy word O God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. We are begotten by the word. Jeremiah described it like this I will not make mention of him nor speak any more in his name but his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones the Hebrews declares through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of those things which do appear I'm going to say it numerous times but there is power in God's word it's not just another book 
Though its words were penned by prophets and kings, fishermen, a tax collector, even a doctor, it only has one author, and there is one consistent message. You can search and scrutinize every one of its 783,137 words. You will never find one error, one discrepancy, or one contradiction, because it's not the words of a man, it's not the words of a philosopher, it is the divine inspired word of God it is given to us for correction for doctrine for reproof and correction in righteousness therefore tonight I'm not interested in seeing how much of the Bible I can ignore and still make it I want to know how much more I can experience and apply to my life well, I don't know if this is what you were expecting tonight, but this is what I've been feeling all week. Amen. It's the inspired Word of God. When it calls itself inspired, it means you have on its pages the very breath and the mind of God. It's God's Word when you hold it in your hand and when you put it on the shelf. It's His Word when you like it and when you don't like it. I hope I don't get in trouble here tonight. Amen. It's his word when I want it and when I don't want it. It's his word when I read it, quote it, think on it, and stand on it. Hallelujah. It's not just one of the classics. I don't believe the Bible contains the word of God. I believe it is the word of God. I don't want to offend anyone here tonight. It's not the Quran of Islam. It's not the Book of Mormon. It's not the Analects of Confucius. It's not the fables of Aesop. It's not the promises of a president. It is the all-powerful, undeniable, infallible Word of God. And what he began in Genesis, uh, he completed in Revelation. God never leaves anything undone. In Genesis, the earth is created. In Revelation, it passes away. In Genesis, there is the sun and the moon uh, that appear. In Revelation, there is no need for the sun because Jesus is the light of the city. In Genesis, there is a garden prepared for man. In Revelation, John said, I saw a new Jerusalem, a holy city coming down out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. In Genesis we are introduced to Satan. In Revelation I read his doom. In Genesis the curse is pronounced but Revelation said there shall be no more curse. Genesis we hear the first cry and see the first teardrop but Revelation said but God shall wipe away all tears from your eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. It's not just another book because he's not just another God. He is God and God alone none beside him none like him none greater none before none after only Jesus demonstrated that he was God by his word and his action most importantly he backed up the claim that he was God by conquering death no one in history had ever done that before and with a word I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Where the word of a king is, there is power. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, David, king of Israel, Alexander, king of Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia and Macedonia, and Persia, and Greece, and Egypt. Herod, king of Judah. Elvis, king of rock. Michael Jackson, king of pop. Roy A. Cuff, king of country. James Cleveland, king of gospel. But Jesus... 
is the king of all kings. And at his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. He's not the speaker of the house, but he's the author and the finisher of my faith. That's why he could say, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall. Somebody say it shall. It shall accomplish that which I please. He doesn't have to call a peace conference. He doesn't have to consult a committee. He doesn't have to get anyone's approval. All he's got to do is say the word and your storm is over. Your sickness is healed. Your mountain is moved and your victory is won. Somebody praise him right now. I feel the power of his word in this building right now. Oh, let's worship them again. While his word is going forth, you can be healed right now. You can receive the Holy Ghost. You can be delivered right now. In my lifetime, I've heard presidents powerfully declare war. I've heard athletes give their victory speeches. Uh, politicians woo the masses uh, with their promises. Uh, salesmen convinced me to buy things I could have lived without that I paid for by the month. Oh, Jesus, help me right now. Moving motivational speeches that made me feel like I could take on hell with a water pistol. But the sales pitch and the motivational speech and the war declaration and victory proclamation are all powerless compared to the words I have heard uttered from a God-called Holy Ghost anointed praying man of God who would step behind the pulpit and say, Thus saith the Lord. There's something about that phrase that moves me. You can have the philosophies of the world. You can remember memorize every word of Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. But they all faint in light of such statements as go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Pursue and without fail. Recover all. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Take up your bed and walk. Shout I've given you the city. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. Why does that word still pause people to be on their feet and worship God? Because it's not my words. It's not the word of a man. It's the word of God. Amen. And there is power in that word. In so much that the centurion came and said, Lord, my servant is home, grievously tormented, sick of the palsy. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. I'm not worthy, Lord, that you should come to my house, but speak the word only. And when Jesus heard it, he said, Amen, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. The Bible said he marveled. There are two times in the Bible where Jesus marveled. He marveled at the unbelief and those of his home country. And he marveled at the faith of the centurion. If, I, if God's going to marvel at me, I want God marveling at my faith and not my unbelief. 
He said, you don't need to come to my house. Your physical presence isn't necessary. All you've got to do is say the word and my servant can be healed right now. How many times has God whispered from the heavens and your direction, amen, in your direction and brought healing and victory and deliverance. There is power. I believe with all of my heart, God has walked into this building to speak a word to somebody in this house. If you will respond, not to me, but to the word of God, God's going to honor his word. God's going to heal your body. God's going to give you victory. God's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has already moved upon you. All you've got to do, ma'am, sir, is lift your hands and begin to rejoice and worship God and receive the Holy Ghost. There is power in his word. That's why Paul charged Timothy, preach the word. Because the word produces results. It has so much power. The Bible said he sent his word and he healed them while Peter yet spake these words. The Holy Ghost fell on them yet with all the power of the word. He can speak and blind eyes are open and worlds are framed and the dead come dancing out of their tomb. There is one thing he cannot do with his word. Nine times in the word of God you will find the word impossible. Eight of those nine times it articulates man's limited ability. It says men this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Things which are impossible with men are possible with God. There's only one verse that takes the word impossible and points back to God. In Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 18, in that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, it is impossible for God to lie. I don't know what that does for you. Maybe it doesn't move you. Maybe it doesn't excite you but it puts faith in my spirit and dancing in my feet. It simply means if God told you he was going to heal you you're going to be healed. If God said your children are coming back, they're coming. If he said I'm going to save your companion I'm going to meet your need I'm going to open the door I'm going to give you revival it is going to happen it is impossible for God to lie somebody ought to praise him for the promise he's given you he's going to my God I feel the Holy Ghost he's going to keep his word why because he is the word in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God and the word was made flesh he's bound to his word he's not a man that he should lie no the son of man that he should repent hath he said shall he not do it hath he spoken shall he not make it good I'd rather believe a God that cannot lie over a devil that cannot tell the truth Truth. I feel Holy Ghost in this building right now. Uh, 
So I ask you to sum the age-old worn-out question. Whose report do you really believe? Do you really believe the report of the Lord? You've got a choice right now. To believe the word of God. Amen. And everything God has promised you. And watch it come to pass. Amen. Or you can doubt him. And like the children of Israel wander in a wilderness. Till your doubt dies. But if you're going to doubt. You better doubt your doubts. But never doubt the promises of God. They are yea and amen. Darius if you're going to doubt. You doubt the doctor. But never doubt the great physician. God baptized us with the faith of a Shudamite woman. When my promises seem lightless, when my prayers seem powerless, when my companion gives up, when the doctors say it's hopeless, when hell tells me it's over, give me enough faith in your word to say it shall be well. It shall be well. It is well. His word is superior to your doctor's report. I feel healing in this house right now. His word is greater than your doctor's report. It's greater than your banker's decision. It's greater than Wall Street's performance. It's greater than sin's condemning voice. Who do you really believe? I feel bold and comfortable here tonight. That could be dangerous. If evolutionists can believe monkeys became human, I can believe God turned water into wine. If they can believe in reincarnation, I believe in regeneration through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, I know there's probably nobody you know like this, so just try to understand where I'm coming from. But I know people in my life that live for sad stories. If they don't have one, they'll borrow one or they'll make up one. You can't cheer them up. They can't see the bright side of the sun if they're standing on it. Nothing good ever happens to me. It's always been like this, always going to be this way. And then there's the other group of people that believe everything they read and everything they hear. I saw it on the internet. Google does not lie. You can find things in the internet that can't be documented. Oh, Jesus. God, help me get out of this tonight. Hey, man, you can search the internet and find that Adam and Eve's bones were found in Asia, that Eve was a space alien. You can find that in Belgium there's a baby that doesn't cry. It gobbles like a turkey. It has a genetic disorder. Here's the real one. A dog in Oklahoma can speak like a human and will run for mayor. <laughs> Brother Winters, you're being crazy. No, I'm saying if they can believe all that, then don't laugh at me when I tell you that anything that God has ever done before, He can do it again. Anything He's ever done for anybody else, He can do it for you. And anything He's ever done anywhere else, He can do it right here in Frankfurt. I said anything God's ever done anywhere else, He 
can do it right here. How do you know that? Because I have an infallible word that says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why the same God that fed a multitude in the wilderness has put food on my table when I didn't have a dime. The same God that turned, amen, that sent an angel to Paul, sent an angel to my wife and I in the middle of a tornado. The same God that'll put a coin in a fish's mouth will put a check in the mail. The same God that healed Jairus' daughter will heal your baby. The same God that parted the waters of Israel will make a way for you. He's a God of his word. If you're on the bottom, you ought to reach up and get a hold of your promise. Because if you abide in me and my words in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. God's getting ready to bring some promises to pass. Come on, prayer warrior, help me right now. I feel the unction of the Holy Ghost. God's getting ready to bring a promise to pass. Lay your hand on your shoulder of your neighbor. Take him by the hand. And let's pray in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel so much faith and expectation in this building right now. There are some of you, you're, you've got a word. Amen. That your children are coming back. Everything's going to be all right. Your home's going to be healed. But it doesn't look like it right now. You hear me. Amen. The word of God cannot lie. It shall come to pass. Ah, there's healing happening in this house right now. He's bound to his word. He's obligated to his promise. Anybody need a word from God tonight? If God were to speak a word to you to receive what you need, would you be willing to do it? If you're willing to do it, clap your hands. And give God praise right now. I'm going to give you a word from the Lord. If you'll respond to it, God's going to confirm it. You walked in here tonight and the devil told you you've gone too far. You can't be forgiven. Your sin is too great. God doesn't love you. You're going to have to learn to live with your guilt and your shame. But I got a word from the king that says if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse you of your unrighteousness. Amen. Men have told you you can't be free from your addiction and your fear and your oppression. You were born that way. But I got a word from the king that says to the Son therefore shall make you free you shall be free indeed all you got to do is repent of your sin be baptized in the name of Jesus and receive ye the Holy Ghost
So if you want the Holy Ghost, lift your hands and begin to worship Him right now. The Spirit of God is going to fall on you even now. You came in with a negative doctor's report that says it's hopeless but I got a word from the king is there any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church let them pray over him anointing with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith shall save the sick if you are sick in your body and you believe God can heal you I know the altar area is full amen but find a minister in this house right now and let them pray for you there is healing in this building God's going to bring healing to you right now Come on, I need some believers. I need some people of faith. Come on, there's some people coming for healing and divine intervention. There are others you have needs in your life and your finances. I've got a word. But my God shall supply all your need. Bring the tithe that there may be made my house. And I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You do not have room enough to receive.